0: Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewellery gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery.
2: Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering Ipswich Town since 2015. I'm Craig Fimbo, and you're tuned in, listening, watching the pre-match show for the Imps of Lincoln Away edition. We're available each week on video and audio, and sometimes like this on a Friday evening, live. What else to do on a Friday evening than watch two blokes wishing they were in the pub talking about Ipswich Town? Joining me, switching seats as we use our rotation policy, albeit not due to a bloated, misshapen, lopsided squad, uh, is Mr. Richard Woodward. Rich, how are you? How was your week?
3: Hi, Craig. This is weird. This is like when um, your mates drive your car for you and you're in the passenger <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like that, but I'm enjoying it. Um, evening to everyone on the chat as well. Um
2: you're going to Hello sit. To the, you're going to sit in the back, like like as you're doing properly chauffeured around.
3: I I hope so. I would love that. I mean, I what's going to happen is I'm going to reach over and press the you know. Oh, you have got the the air conditioning is not the right setting. I've just do that. Or the radio is that. And um, so I might prod and poke stuff. Uh, uh, but,
2: textbook um, backseat backseat driver. Otherwise mate,
3: yeah. I'll um, I'm in your capable hands, and I've I've done my nerdy research. I'm ready to reveal all about Lincoln. And um yeah, and we want to hear from everyone outside in the big wide world as well don't we
2: as long as you don't start like you know surreptitiously pressing your foot on the brake pedal which isn't there as, as i'm not like, approaching roundabouts and yeah, stuff Elliot's like that yeah. that
3: yeah yeah
2: well we well, you know just to allay everyone's fears don't worry this isn't this isn't a permanent fixture seb's back next week hopefully fingers crossed so i'm keeping rich's seat warm while rich keeps seb's seat warm so we're like a a 2021 version of give us a clue, really. We, we, Rich is Unistubs. I'm Lionel Blair. We're keeping everyone's, we've shift, shifted along a seat to keep everyone's seat warm. So do you want to, while we're here, do you want to do a charade, Rich? A, a charade of the first s- six games of the season in, it's probably not, probably not ideal for a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's probably, I was probably going to go for a bit. <laughs> a bit more syllables and
3: oh sorry words. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it one word starts with yeah starts with yeah. Cr- and ends with rap yeah so yeah
2: two, two syllables first syllable dog
3: yeah there you go there you Second
2: go syllable. yeah cool um so yes good evening rich uh good evening to everyone um and we want to hear from you in the chat as ever predictions thoughts shout outs, anything, uh, anything ITFC related, um, grab yourself a drink, whether it be fizzy, flat, non-alcoholic, warm, cold. Um, yeah, give us a shout. Um, I'm actually, I'm on my, I'm using my Adnams tank. Ooh, I, nice. I'm using, I got one of those beer 52 trial things, you know, pay postage only for Ooh. 12 beers from Chicago and I forgot to bloody cancel it, so I've got to, I've got to get through these these twelve, and I've got another twelve on the way, which I'm not paying three ninety nine for. Put it that way.
3: No, we need to open a, a, a bar or a pub, don't you? There you go, Craig's Beer Show. That's what we want. Musical chairs, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh,
2: right. No, no, I'm not actually. I am. I tell you what, I am. It's uh, well, they've got more. I've, I've had some astronaut juice or something. It's called, and I'm now on a a free bird, and I've got a. They're all got some. Crazy old names. a karaoke tears is lined up as well. I've I've got so they're all from Chicago.
3: Yeah, um, this is an ease up IPA from just up the road. Yeah, and because um, I because I because I like the planet and I don't think you should be flying produce overseas in aeroplanes that are. Oh,
2: Rich, you've mm-hmm. already gone through your room one hundred and one, mate. Don't oh no too early.
3: Yeah, climate change. I'm gonna chat climate change yes. room. I'm the, for the big for the well, drinking
2: local beer. Yeah, exactly yeah, like right. Um, cool, right? So, shall we crack on, mate? Shall we go with the news now? As you might be able to tell here, Rich is pressing all buttons. Yeah, so he hasn't. I'm not fully entrusted yet to take over the controls of the spaceship, as as Rich has already said. He's still backseat driving to a certain extent. So, uh, we'll, we'll we'll you may see a slightly non not seamless um, intro and exit into these uh, into these. I thought that was all right. Sections. Well, no, part no, no. going,
3: news, no. Rich, news. Three.
2: There you go. So what about we have this week? Um, Alan Brazil. Alan Brazil hasn't been very well. He announced uh, this week that um, he'd had a, a small procedure. Was that good? No? A small procedure on my heart. But he's now on the mend. I think he was on the radio this morning, actually. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, I think so. But um, he, he took to... Twitter to announce from Felix Stowe Seafront that uh, he'd had a, a small procedure. Who'd have, who'd have thought that dear old Alan was suffering with a potential issue with his heart? God bless him. So yeah, I yeah. hope uh, all the best to him. Yeah. Um, we won't go too in-depth on on, on on all of these because obviously the guys on fr- on Sunday, sorry, the flagship will, will uh, delve in. But Grant Ledbetter has retired. Um, and According to his press release, he loved wearing the colours of all the clubs he played for. Um, Tell it to your face, mate. Um,
3: I and... loved his corners. <laughs> I love that What I love is a corner that hits the first man.
2: Oh and well, thankfully we've we've him, we, you could argue,
4: Lee Evans.
2: Evans. Yeah, you can't beat a central midfielder who can't sling in a corner. Um, also, what do we have? We had Armando Dobra came out. He had a little bit on on his um, move to Colchester. He lied that he was buzzing to be at uh, Colchester United, but um you know, hopefully fingers crossed he gets a bit of uh, he bit, gets a bit of game time more so than he would do would do here. Um
3: Having said though, Craig, he he would have played on Tuesday against West Ham, wouldn't he? And I just wonder whether he would have made more of an impact than maybe yeah, would, you, know.
2: you know, but would he be making more of an impact than Barry is than Chap Chaplin is? You know, I can't say we've been overly impressed with the, the guys that you know. the Crikey, it was a bit half a dozen people who've been tried in the number ten slot, but you know, there's a similar amount of guys who've been tried out wide. But you yeah. know, I appreciate these these guys are coming fleetingly and only getting minutes here and there. But um, you know, dear old uh, Louis Barry on on Tuesday um, didn't have the greatest of games, did he? Which probably takes us seamlessly into the West Ham match, which, um, as everyone will know, we lost 2-1 to West Ham's under-21s. Oh. Yeah, well, you were you were in hospitality, mate, so you were probably giddy on, paying on, attention. on corn, yeah. corn legs or whatever it was you were eating with, with Joe. Well, myself, and actually give a shout-out to Matt, a.k.a. Bono, we, we th- always seem to find ourselves sitting next to each other or near each other. For it's these, working out really um,
3: well for us, that, isn't it? Your That combination of... Me and Joe and, and you and Bono in the um up in the yeah. gods weren't you?
2: Well, we we were in we were just in front of the press box in the comfy seats in I don't know what section it is. Why is it? Um, whatever it is in the Pioneer stand in the middle there. But I'm I'm sure if me and Matt, I'm sure we'd prefer to be having being wined and dined in in hospitality rather than being cramped with our knees up round our ears in there.
3: Uh... Well, you were there were other people around you though. Do you want to give some secret squirrel news about who you were who who was spotted yeah. around you?
2: Yeah, well, um, what were we there for previously? The the um, league cup match we were up there for, and we were surrounded by a, a litany of, of stars. We had Paul Goddard near us on that match. Um, Kieran Dyer was up there as well. Uh, there's a couple of guys you sort of recognise from being in football circles, were probably a you know an assistant coach somewhere or another. Um, but the other night we had, as ever, the the ever present John McGreal. Was watching um, as he always is. S- start your rumours now if you wish, but he's been to pretty much every one of those games. I think mean, he's at, at most games. Um, he was sitting with the goalkeeper coach from Col U, the, the chap who used to be our goalkeeper coach academy, I think he was, and he moved to be Col U's first team coach, didn't he? Um, and also David Wright, ex ITFC right back in full Milton Keynes Don's mm-hmm. uh, kit. Um, he was he was in his tracksuit bottoms, top, and polo shirt, all with the W uh, emblazoned on them. So he wasn't he wasn't hiding away. Um, there's a lot. Of, there seems to be a lot of people out that area, just with notebooks. A lot of important people look important. looking people with just Ipswich like
3: switch can't defend. Yeah, just go sling, wide behind the fullbacks.
2: Yeah, sling it behind the fallbacks. Asterisk. Asterisk. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah, there's there's a, there's always a you know. A, a, a gathering of gathering of uh, people up there that, you know, so you, you sort of sort of see by sight and think, oh, yeah, he probably has something to do with something. But we don't know why David Wright was there, because they're not due to be playing us anytime soon. But
3: No, maybe may a loan for a West Ham under-21, perhaps. Yeah, anything, yeah.
2: Think, very, very possibly. But in terms of that match, it was probably, you know, as I, as I said on, on the flagship show, is I thought it was an opportunity to get some relationships going. It seemed a bit of a missed opportunity, um, especially when you will talk about Paul Cook's pre-match um, comments in a sec. Um, but what do you reckon, Rich? Thomas Holy cemented his position as, what, first first choice, do you think?
3: Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I direct folk to um, our excellent live show me and Bended, <clears throat> excuse me on wednesday um and yeah and holy came up and vincent young came up and barry came up um morsey came up and carol came up I, I don't the only person actually i thought might have got some credit in the bank and may feature at the weekend is norwood who obviously scored early on albeit kind of a tap-in wasn't it um but actually looked quite energetic and is also going to throw himself about a little bit, and I just wonder whether he might have played himself into, you know, certainly a bench role if Bond's not fit. Um, but that might work out there. So that was the only thing that we didn't really talk about on Wednesday. That yeah might be relevant.
2: Yeah, well he he's in Lincolnshire as we speak. His Instagram is showing him showing yeah. us a picture of a desk in some hotel in Lincolnshire. So he's he's there or thereabouts. Traverse. Obviously, Piggott isn't getting much of a look in, is he? So. Know, no, from, I feel from start at the moment so yeah. um okay so that's pretty much uh west ham as as rich said um ben and joe did our midweek live um stream which
3: i mean
2: sorry sorry i knew it was one of the hospitality um freeloaders. Yeah,
3: one of the, the loveies in the hospitality yeah
2: yeah sorry mate that's um it. Finally, uh, news-wise, we just obviously like to pass on our best wishes and condolences to Paul Cook and his family on the death of Paul's father. Um, and obviously, we know that all you guys that are watching and every single Ipswich fan will be thinking exactly the same thing. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, mate. Pre-match. Cool. Um, so we had a couple. Who did we have in front of the press this week? We had Wes Burns was um, rolled out this week. So yeah, he's uh, fallen
3: into the the trap that a lot of Ipswich players do of saying it's not over, guys. It's not over. And uh, we can that, win the league. Can we can win the? I get you know nothing is is won or lost in September. Let's be honest. But wow, I mean, <laughs> context and all that. Hey,
2: eh? yeah, read the room. Um, well, I think yeah, without wishing to. Go verbatim what he said. He pretty much said we can win the league, things are still gelling. There's not much time during the week to get ideas across. Morsey's kicking everyone in training and we assume he's gonna do the same once the matches start. Selena doesn't give the ball away. Um, you know, it's pretty much still that we've got a lot of very, very good players here. Um, just you wait until such time as it as it clicks together and watch us rocket up oh, the league. Oh,
3: look watch out, League One. And- Is it, And and Craig, you know, nothing would. I, I would, I would be happy. I would be delighted if that happened. Um, All of us would love to be wrong about this situation. Um, And there is some element of truth that the gelling. You know, you're going to talk about Appleton's quotes. You know, let's do that now because he's basically saying similar, isn't he?
2: Yeah. Well, well, actually, one thing that one thing that um, Burns did talk about uh, was the fact that all these guys are still. Not only gelling as a as a team, but they're still embedding themselves into the town. You know, they're yeah. looking. They're all looking for the same houses. They're all looking for the We're same all fight each other.
3: Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. And that's something that you know we probably don't necessarily think about the back back room, back office bits and pieces that are going Real on. Real life that, stuff, you know, isn't it? They do, do affect people, don't they? You know, it's all very well being holed up in a hotel room, you know, whatever. It's, you know, early afternoon when they finish training through to the next morning's training i think they're all trying to get out as much as they can but it's just a very very strange situation and, and as you say rich um michael apperton was asked about us and whether it's you know a, sl- a slow start should be expected and i think he pretty much said both yes yes and no that signing what do you say signing 19 players that's a hell of a lot of players to bring in at the same time at some point they're going to click god oh, when's this clicking going to happen everyone's talking about clicking my god we're going to be racing at the league and scoring goals galore once it does um i hope it's not saturday i hope we can perform to a level where one we can compete with them and two beat them i'm sure at some point they will perform really well i'd be surprised and shocked if they're not in the top six come game 46 so wow. ipswich are currently five to two to finish in the top six so i had a quick look earlier so
3: when the fun stops not- stop yep
2: well, yeah, gamble responsibly. Um, on a tangent, McCauley Bond's currently uh, favourite to be leading leading top scorer. Oh,
3: he's doing all right on that front. That's
2: yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, and Paul Cook talking about him and his pre match comments. Um, he was asked post match in the West Ham game about coaching and and you know, the effect that is it, you know are, is our current downturn down to the coaching? And he was quite understandably dismissive about um him and his him and his friends but he was asked again about the lack of uh an assistant manager and as ever he didn't really answer the question he answered the question that he wanted to answer you know it should be on question time shouldn't he really um now i'm not going to even bother treading on your toes here mate in terms of um accents and, and interpretations of, of the Scouse uh, vernacular, I'm going to go purely tendering. Um, <laughs> if you look back, for example, at McCauley Bond's miss at Cheltenham, was that due to my assistant manager not being in the dugout? I don't think so. If you look back at Lee Evans standing on the ball against whoever it was at home and giving the ball giving the goal away, was that down to an assistant manager issue? Now, remember, Paul Cook does not call out his players in press conferences. But aside from that, let's just take the uh, McCauley, Bond and Lee Evans uh, mistakes into into account. We've got a great belief in making the club better. If we feel that experience should come in to help the coaching team, I'd be all for it. I'd be all for anything that makes this football club better.
3: There you go. But do, 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 do,
2: do you think we are in a position or we will get to a position and it, obviously it will make his position quite tenuous intangible if, if he gets foisted you get, the last thing you want is someone just gets parachuted in foisted in to him
3: yeah uh, he needs to he needs to be part of that decision making process doesn't he and it sounds like he's not necessarily against it but it does feel like it needs to be his man and that's why john we were talking about john mcguire we've, we've mentioned him tonight haven't we it seems such an obvious thing because i think they're they both know each other um And McGreal's got different attributes and certainly he's got more defensive sensibilities perhaps as well. That just seems like a no-brainer. And he's part of the Scouse Mafia as well. It just seems to me like why you wouldn't just do that one. You know, if you know that it's going to happen at some point, I mean, maybe he's hoping that the clicking that we keep talking about happens on Saturday and then it becomes academic because we're fickle, aren't we? If we suddenly went on a winning run, We'd start talking about the assistant manager straight away. So it's only because we're on a really terrible run at the moment and got thumped by Bolton and lost to West Ham's under twenty ones that it suddenly matters. But yeah, I just think it's a it's a gimme, John McGrill, You know, given he likes his golf or poor cut, it seems to me he's in the building basically, as you said every week. So, um,
2: yeah, yeah, I, I think I think the the underlying issue is that John McGrill wants a first team job, doesn't he? He doesn't.
4: Yeah,
3: we'll give him a release clause.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think
3: Charlie's point there, I think, is is a valid one, isn't it? It feels, you know, if given he's asserted such a contrary position to create to a point that assisted in the summer the Q and A. Yeah, it, it is kind of a little bit of um damn it, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't want to yeah, do but, that.
2: But then I suppose you know, taking up Charlie's point, there is at what point do you look behind you and you know the poor guy is getting zero input from. The three or four guys that are sitting on the bench behind him during matches. You know, we can all see it. You know, he's he's there on his haunches all by himself. He's he hasn't got anybody in his ear to give him any advice or, you know, any sort of from what we can see. You know, any any sort of interpretation of what's happening during matches, etc., etc. But it's in his own best interest at some point. He's now being tarred with the brush of. No, it's all supposition he's being tired with the lack of experience of the guys that he's brought in at some point he needs to turn around and think right these guys aren't helping me here maybe i just do need help swallow the swallow the pill and you know get someone in to
3: to help out thoughts on joe's points here
2: um well yeah i think they are and i think i don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that they are all chatting. They're not. He's not going to be keeping it to himself. As you say, Rich, they've been teammates, haven't they? They, they go back that far with uh, with Tranmere, I believe. So um, I'm, I'm sure these conversations are going on, but probably not. You know, John McGraw is not going to be as involved on a day to day basis as he would be if he were officially part of the part of the furniture. Mm. Um, one thing, actually, Paul Cook did go on to say was. In my world, the thing that will make this football club better is more time, and here's the important bit, more games together on the pitch. Right, Rich. If he wants more games together on the pitch, four days ago, why did he not have at least some partnerships that may help us on on Saturday?
3: Um, Because it wasn't a league game, Craig. And we heard from the horse's mouth that the EFL trophy is the lowest of our priorities. So I kind of understand where people are coming from in that respect. But if Edmondson or Burgess gets injured then in an EFL trophy match, then he wouldn't hear the end of it, would he? So he's kind of damned if he does, damned if he doesn't on that one. I kind of understand what he did midweek. I know that people will be frustrated about that. um, But it's the real quiz of the league. And unfortunately, what he needs is more pre-season matches with all of this, you know, all of these signings unfortunately dripped in through july and august didn't they um yeah. and it's competitive fixtures um that really matter i think so that and it's and, it, you know.
2: and it's not just it's not just the 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 getting up to speed in terms of tactics it's getting up to speed in terms of fitness as well you know, not all yeah. of these guys will we talked about Wes burns oh,
3: Edmondson, he yes. was in on, he
2: was in on day one wasn't he um whereas as you say the other guys came in and, in stops and starts and there was a flurry at the end so mm. albeit probably not an ideal situation in terms of getting everyone in you know ideal world ideal scenario everyone's in on day one everyone's being run around the the pitch and getting up to speed etc but crikey we we do look an unfit still look an unfit team to my eyes certainly with regards to this press that we're trying to do we just don't look like we've got the legs in us to do it and poor old vincent young was he looked like he was dragging a tire behind him like rocky balboa when he he was only on the pitch for 15 20 minutes, but the poor old oh boy he, he made one lung bursting run to get up near that corner where I sit and he looked like me running back.
3: <laughs> wow, you're you a fit man, aren't you? You're fit, Craig's fit. There you go, there's a quote, there's a clip for your podcast. Um, yeah, uh, but we know about Vincent Young, don't we? And he's coming back from a long term injury or several long term injuries, so yeah. I've, it's it's it is a difficult one and you know, some really excellent points here in the comments, you know, particularly this one, and I think a lot of us would re- re- respect Cook because it's acknowledgement that things aren't as good as they and he, and his quotes allude to that as well, don't they, Craig? Let's be fair. Um and and then Marius's point there, you know, the for for Cook, this click well those are words, aren't they? That um alliteration um, <laughs> yeah, it's, careful, it's, mate. It's, it's it's necessary, isn't it? It has to be. One way so the decision about the assistant needs needs to be decided in the next week or two from my mind because if you leave it too long then it's glee it's not going to happen is it you know and yeah. to be honest if we continue down the crap runs of results cook isn't going to be in charge too much longer if we can't get a win by the end of october for argument's sake you know so one way or the other this comes to a head either because we come into form or someone comes in and hopefully we come into form as per Maris's comment or cook is obstinate or oh, we can't find the right one because we're fussy and the run continues and Cook is, well, Ashton needs to get a new first-team coach as well as an assistant coach.
2: Yeah, well that, that's the thing. And hello to Maz there. I, I know Maz. Um, it's, that's, the, that's probably the one failing you could, you could put at Ashton's door, isn't it? Is that he, and I appreciate you can't, you know, force people into making decisions and getting people in. However, it probably is that one, in the whole what we've seen so far in terms of the setup behind the scenes and the structure and sports science and performance, et cetera, et cetera, that that all looks pretty professional and experienced, et cetera, et cetera. You, the one area which currently, to our eyes, our limited knowledge of it, that doesn't look as experienced, if if nothing else, is is the is bizarrely the the first team coaching setup. Yep. yep. Oh, okay, mate. Well, we do, we've done our done our spiel we've done our pre-match let's move on to uh to lincoln themselves shall we
3: yeah shall i put my nerdy video up
2: put um, your nerdy video up mate and
3: i'll um introduce everyone to some basics about lincoln um the imps um and their badge their crests um i i assume that's something to do with the cathedral i i should have really done more research um central bank um <laughs> Uh, and um, slightly bigger than some of the other grounds for teams that we've faced so far. Rivals up in the kind of east-coasty area, kind of Grimsby and Scunthorpe, though, um, clearly not in the same division. Um, We'll talk about their 2021 campaign um, in a bit more detail in a second, but fifth place finished, um, and through the playoffs there, although unsuccessful ultimately. Michael Appleton in charge. We'll talk more about him as well. Someone um, very well known to... um, our owners, as in our chief exec and our chairman. Um, Captains Liam Brickett, um, him of Nottingham, Forest and Bolton, um, anchoring there the midfield. Um, and one or draw for them against Rotherham on Tuesday night. Um, and they went a goal down, came back into it. I think ultimately we're quite fortunate to hold on. I think Rotherham kind of chucked the kitchen sink at them in the end. And uh, last time out against us, it was Paul Cook's first game in the home dugout um, and a one or draw a um, lovely curling effort from Lincoln to give them the lead in the first half and I, th- I think and then Wilson it was kind of a free kick floated in Chambers headed it back across and player of the season James Wilson remember him um, headed in the equalizer um, we'll definitely talk about personnel and Um, playing stuff and all that kind of stuff. But just talk about um, some of the key bits of business. It's still kind of early-ish in the season, so I think we can just about get away with this. We'll talk about Teddy Bishop, um, some quotes from him this week. Um, Obviously, signed on an undisclosed fee, which we think is around £200,000. Jamie Robson is kind of... Lots of signings actually made early in the window, but Jamie Robson was a late one because they sold um, Tao Aiden to Blackburn for half a million, and he came in um, on an undisclosed fee from Dundee, plays at left-back. Um, you know, six players out, um, including George Grant there, um, who went to Peterborough, leading scorer last season in the league. Um, so a big loss for him. Um, and other players kind of of note to who left um, with Brennan Johnson um, on loan from Nottingham Forest, who scored quite a lot of goals and tormented us in the away fixture at Lincoln early in the uh, 2021 um, campaign. So that's a little bit of um, insight there into Lincoln. Um in terms of the situation for them at the moment, Craig, um, 15th in the league, certainly not um, kicked on in the same way that they would have hoped for having been runners-up in the playoffs last time out. Um, so two wins, two draws, three defeats. The issue really is, is goals. Um, um, and, uh, well, goals at both ends of the field. Only 10 scored and uh, nine conceded. So, uh, you know, their goal difference isn't so good. Um, but some chunky wins at well a chunky win against cambridge um and a win of fleetwood um but um yeah i mean it's certainly a team that isn't as firing as they were last time out and you know the, the fact is it's, it's effectively it's one 1.4 goals per game scored versus 1.3 games goals a game conceded so uh, you know draws uh, feel Indeed. like yeah the likelihood. Um,
2: well they they started off slowly didn't they they yeah. I think all of their losses were in August, so um, they started off slow down. That's probably understandable, given as you were saying about um, we you spoke about two of them, hadn't you? you? Spoke about Brennan Johnson and also Rogers, who were two very very good knees to have last season, weren't they? And they and also they had um, the goalkeeper Morton, I think from uh, no, sorry Palmer, wasn't it from West Brom? Which, funny enough, last season they had a goalkeeper on loan from West Brom, and this season. They've got a goalkeeper on loan from West Brom. So, and that's their first choice goalkeeper. So that's a, yeah. an interesting little um An FPL tactical... tractor
3: there saying Jamie Robson. I didn't know he was linked with us. Um, if any Luke Penning was around uh, on there... Are you there, Luke? You can tell us about Jamie Robson, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, interesting one, that. didn't know that?
2: Yeah, and they had a bit of a... That was a hell of a ding-dong, wasn't it? That playoff um, semi against Sunderland. I remember watching that on the telly. That, that was a proper old-fashioned textbook uh, playoff semi, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, and and you know, fifth for, for Lincoln in the league is great. And, you know, we we know to our cost about Lincoln from the previous season. They had good momentum there, which they sustained. And Appleton, excellent coach. You know, someone yeah. that I've rated for quite a while since he was at Oxford. Um, had some, you know, some difficult spells. He was at West Brom. I think he was caretaker at Leicester, I guess before Rodgers came in perhaps. Um but has kind of found his feet there. Uh, at Puel. I
2: think Claude Cip Puel, Puel. The, the, the enigmatic, charismatic, yes. gregarious Claude Puel.
3: Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I think he's kind of got some scars from, I, th- I don't know whether the Venkies were still there, but at some time at Blackburn didn't go down particularly well. So I think he likes an element of control there, but definitely kind of a, a, a guy who's willing to put in the hours on the training ground and improve the players that he's got. But, you know, those transfers tell you that he's got an eye for a good player as well so good at the yeah hunting.
2: what that what they did last season, you know before last season, they pretty much same as us they i think they let approximately 20 go and brought 20 players in and that's and as a result they weren't really expecting to do too much last year other than you know solidify their their position in league one and what they did do at the end was i think beyond everyone's expectations is certainly finishing finishing in the top six hmm. um and as you say about, about Appleton, I think what you can tell from watching any of his teams, they are just so, well, again, from the outside looking, just so well drilled and coached, aren't they? They just know exactly what they're doing. I remember going to the 5-3 um, match, and they, one of the goals, I can't forgive me, I can't remember which one it was, but they were playing like blind reverse passes, knowing down well that there was someone running behind them into the box to, you know, just they just knew their their patterns of play. And I think... They did, yeah. Yeah, and, and you, you may think that that's why they've started slowly this year because you're still just, you know, as we're talking about us gelling, they're probably in the same boat as well. Is that they've lost some pretty integral players to the way they played last year because they were on loan. Um, and now they've had to bring in people like Teddy Bishop and others to, to hopefully... And also lost George Grant, who, as you said, was their top scorer last year. So they have lost a pretty integral nucleus of, of what was a, a top six finishing team last season. So it may well take him a little bit longer to, to get things going on, on on the pitch. But what would you say if, if you were talking a bit earlier about you know, how long Paul Cook has, You know, if, if results don't go our way till the end of October, it wouldn't take a huge leap of supposition to maybe suspect that Michael Apperton could be on Mark Ashton's radar for uh, the next Ipswich town manager?
3: I think contract or not, because he signed a quite a lengthy contract extension of Lincoln, um, Michael Appleton. He will be number one choice. Um, He was at Oxford. I think O'Leary and Ashton were both at Oxford and appointed Appleton, all the A's. Um, So yeah, he will be number one choice. And to be fair, we'd heard whispers already about that, you know, around the time of the deal being struck that he was still, you know, you know, even around the time Cook was um, being linked as, as well, so that would not surprise me at all. Um, but um, as I said, he's he's had some tough experiences as a, as a first team coach, and he won't jump unless yeah. he's got reassurances. So yeah, any any kind of um, whiff of uncertainty, and he and you know he's he's well liked at Lincoln, and obviously the contract that he signed is as an endorsement of that. Um, yeah. but, um, yeah, if he's given the support, um, you know, I, I would, I think that would be a really great partnership. Hopefully it works with Paul Cook, obviously we need to not get ahead of ourselves too much.
2: No, hundred percent, hundred percent. But as, as you say that, that already in place relationship with the CEO, sorry. Yeah. The CEO and the chairman, um, and albeit, you know, this is also again, Scenarios we don't know about, albeit that we would have got rid of a manager who hadn't been in the job very long. You would think that it's a relatively um, a relatively calm and, and stable club that he would he would be moving into. But again, as you say, Paul Cook, I'm am still so. still 100% behind Paul Cook. So in terms of um, key players this season, Rich, who who have they got that's been doing the business for them so far?
3: I, I you'll, you'll know about this, Craig, and everyone else will be kind of um, waiting in bated breath for me to to curse someone with greatness as always. But this week it's it's really not that difficult. Um the key man is Anthony Scully, who's um the, the formation they play is a four three three or th albeit it's kind of more of a four five one when they're up against it as they were on Tuesday nights. Um, and it's it's funny that um Scully is actually the left of of the the, the attacking tree he's not the he's not the front man this guy called tom hopper who scored eight goals last season i don't think he's yet to get off the mark but he's all about bringing the others into play it's about giving an outlet um going a little bit direct if i'm honest to hopper but he brings in the others and scully is has found the net um i think it's where's my numbers here and um, five goals in the league so far nine in all competitions i think it is three assists as well, Craig. So really, it's a no brainer. Um, And the fact I'm calling him out there should not be a surprise to anyone who knows Lincoln, and hopefully shouldn't be a surprise to to Paul Cook and um, his his backroom
0: team as well. Um. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it.
4: giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process.
1: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
3: Worth mentioning um, Lewis Fio- um, Fiorini. Fiorini, who's on, yeah. He's on loan from Man City. A couple of assists for him so far. Um, but really, the players that stand out for me um, are doing some of the, the kind of harder yards. Um, and we talked about him as the captain. He's really important. He's kind of, you know, their Morsi kind of player there. And I know Alex has put a comment about Morsi and we'll, we'll talk about it, maybe him a little bit later on. Um, but really important is shielding um, the back four. If anything, that midfield three is a little, it's a little bit confused. It doesn't really know what it wants to do. Um, and it hasn't been creating much. It also hasn't been offering a huge amount of protection either. So Bridge really is vital, kind of the first line of, well the second line of defense third line i don't know what i'm saying he's a good he's a good shield for the back four um the other player who i quite like the look of as well um is in the back line um a guy called um what's his name Mots- lewis montsma uh, lewis montsma thank you yeah. yeah he plays on the right side of center back good physical player scored quite a lot of goals for him last season but really classy on the ball um, will try to start that build-up of play from within their half, which they yeah. like to do. He,
2: he was the Dutch guy, wasn't it? They bought for a pittance, and all of a sudden, after one season with Lincoln, he was being linked to Premier League clubs for millions and millions and millions of quid. And he didn't, and obviously didn't end up going anywhere.
3: No, and it's really important, as I said, because the midfield that configuration, you've, you mentioned it, Greg. they haven't really similar to us, actually. Haven't really settled on that configuration yet that that consistent selection and that's that's got to be a factor as you said some key players who are who, who left in the summer were in, were in there and you know we know for you know from experience with with Teddy Bishop for example we'll talk about him mm-hmm. a little bit more in a second um you know th- these kind of players are going to play in and out of form aren't they and you know um that's something to be considered here We you know Conor McGrandalls and Lasse Sorensen the two players have come in and I think they've been starting the bulk of the games, but again, neither of them really contributing a huge amount in terms of assists or creating too many chances. So it really is about Scully um, and what he can do. And the the, the fullbacks will go wide. Um, the midfield will be quite narrow. The the fullbacks will will push wide. It's it's um, we've, we mentioned Robson who has come in. It was Cohen Bramble, who's ex Cole U. Who'd been playing in that left back position is now kind of being usurped, but can actually play anywhere, kind of down the left hand side. Regan Paul on the other side on the right back. um But the issue for them, and it was certainly the issue Tuesday night, is the more they defend, the less those guys can. You know, unlike us, there's no kind of kamikaze positioning with the fullbacks. <laughs> they don't bomb on if the team is in a defensive mode, and I think that's why you're seeing these kind of you know these shutouts and draws because there's no yeah they're not going out and out for it but then you see them score five against cambridge so on their day yeah real threat but they won't gamble you know they won't gamble that solid pace just for for the sake of it
2: no because as you sort of alluded to they got battered didn't they against Rotherham the other night it was it was an, a one-all mauling at the end oh, yeah. of the day wasn't it they was it t- t- over 20 shots in the second half Rotherham had the the goalkeeper was uh Man of the match. Um, you know, I think they they did well to to get out of it with a with a draw. And one person that wasn't playing Tuesday night, um, and who hold on to your hats, everyone, was injured during the game on Saturday against Cambridge um was Edward Bishop, Ooh. otherwise known as as Teddy. Um and as you said earlier, Rich he he moved to to Lincoln in the summer for about two hundred, two hundred twenty thousand pounds. Um, and I say he played fifty odd minutes uh, the game on, against Cambridge. Um, picked up a, an ankle knock, and then also had a bit of an illness, I think, which kept him on the bench on Tuesday night. But he seems to think he'll be back. Um, Paul Cook was asked about Teddy and whether he needed to make a new start. One hundred percent, he said. Teddy's a lovely lad, a really good guy. Having been at Ipswich for a period of time, a fresh start was what we all felt Teddy could would do Teddy the world of good. And to be fair to, to Teddy, he obviously was in pre-match mode for for the Lincolnshire, whatever it is, Echo Standard Chronicle Gazette. Um, yeah. Gazette. <laughs> and he said himself, he, "I started last season really well. I was enjoying my football, playing well. Then I got an injury, shock, came back into the side, and the team was struggling. The new manager came in." And a few weeks after that, it was quite apparent to me that I needed a new start as I didn't fit into those sort of plans. I knew a couple of months before the end of the season, really. Um, he then went on to say, basically, he's enjoying his football under, under under Appleton, that he gives him the freedom to play how he wants, um, be off the cuff, inventive, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, He's feeling much better. He says his illness knocked him for six, using a cricket analogy, a good old solid cricket analogy. So, just want to go on a a hoary old subject, Rich Bishop. Were we was Paul Cook right? Is he right to say that a fresh start has done him and does everyone the world a good?
3: I I don't know. I mean, I I think bishops. Um, I we want to see Teddy Bishop play football. I think that's first and foremost. You definitely feel a sense of ownership or uh, you know a kind of a paternal kind of instinct is yeah paternal, of,
2: exactly of, that yeah
3: of, of players coming through and and I of all of the players that were let go at the end of the season I thought Bishop was one who could actually make a contribution but clearly we sat down the down on the route of demolition man and and you know getting rid of everyone really and the fact we've got money is a good thing I I think probably cook is maybe putting a more positive spin on that exit than maybe we'd heard and had been reported in the press. But I think Bishop still is is struggling really to to find his feet. You know, there's no telling contributions in respect of output for his performances so far. Quite a lot of performance obviously injuries and fitness and so on, notwithstanding a few starts on the bench. A thronker in the league in the um EFL Trophy of the League Cup, I think, at the start yeah. of the season. Um, but as I said, no assists, no goals. But if I'm going to curse someone with greatness, um, I'm doing my up- utmost to give it to Teddy Bishop and he'd be stupid not to start him tomorrow if he's fit because yeah. there'll be a lot of players in the kind of Alan Judge at Cole U in the pre-season friendly mode who will want to prove Paul Cook prove a wrong, won't they?
2: Yeah, absolutely right. And w- w- one, of the, one of the points that, that Bishop did mention actually was that when Paul Cook came in and played the system you play. he plays with two defensive midfielders and and Bishop couldn't see himself where he'd fit into a, a four two three one he didn't see himself as that number 10 and he certainly didn't see himself as one of the two well in in name only defensive midfielders so from his perspective he, he obviously sees himself as a, or a two or th- a two or a three n yeah, a number eight or a number four what you want to call it but in that in that center just to do bits and pieces and and you know be allowed to do what you want because he's got his mate Bridcut beside him to uh to do the dirty work, I suppose.
3: Yep. Yep. And and, and he's not got as I said, they've not got the output to um to be the number to be the number ten or you know, it's I, I I I say I like he's an elegant footballer, Bishop, but at this level, um, you know, you think a championship level, no, don't forget he was young player of the season for us 14, 15 really classy footballer, but at this level, those kind of players just don't seem to thrive. You think Andre Di similar, you know, in central midfield, it's a battle. You're up against the likes of Bridcut and Morsi. And I just think you, you're not given the time. So it doesn't surprise me that the likes of um, Appleton and Cook attack down the flanks because I just think midfields get too clogged up, especially if you know, if it's a 4-3-3 versus a 4-3, 4-2-3-1 on Saturday it's just going to be space down the down the flanks, isn't it? You know, you've got 3v3 effectively in the middle there. It's just too cloggy to be, to be creating real meaningful passages of play. And, and Lincoln, to be fair to them, do try to spring the early ball to Scully. So that's something we should look out for. But I, I will expect the two teams to be trying to just attack down the wings as, pos- as much as possible. And that's why the likes of Bishop isn't going to get a look in too much in Cook's system. And I'm not sure he's going to really be too much of a threat on a kind of consistent basis for Lincoln either.
2: Did oh, everyone gosh. did everyone clip that one? Yeah, he's not going to be too much of a threat. It. I've already jinxed it. We'll stop it after that.
3: I've already jinxed it. Scully and Bishop, two two goals each. There you go.
2: It seems it seems an ideal opportunity then to just move on to move on to us. Then really, um, you know, what what do people think? What's the selection going to be following Tuesday? Is anyone, as Rich was saying earlier about Norwood potentially, has, has anyone moved themselves up into a, into a first-in-place or at least consideration for the bench? I just wonder whether those that played 90 minutes on Tuesday played 90 minutes on Tuesday because they're not going to be involved on, on Saturday. Um, as Alex says here, and, th- and this is a question that we've gone over time and time again on on the flagship and on on the pre-match is that certainly the, the second point you raised here about this number 10 and it, and it goes into what you were saying there rich about using the width is that you can see that and everyone can see as clear as the nose on your face is that when evans and harper get the ball in that in that defensive midfield area they look wide straight away they'd look wide they're pinging balls why, whether it be to the fullbacks, whether it be to the to the wide attackers, stroke midfielders, they never, ever, ever look forward and central to the poor sod, whoever it may be, that's playing number ten. I can't, I can't believe there's many number tens in the league that of the teams that play it. They have fewer touches than ours do. Whether it be Fraser, whether it be Chaplin, whether it be Barry, whether it be Piggott, um, who else has played there? Uncle Tom Cobbley, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be Selena in, in a week or two's time, maybe even Saturday. Who knows? Um, but we just don't. We we push it wide, but it, it and it, it then goes forward with width, and then in and then into the box where there's there's very rarely more than one person in there. It doesn't ever seem to either funnel through the middle from our central midfielders or once it goes wide, come back into that that guy at number ten. Does it?
3: Yeah, and that's that's what makes me. And you know, to Alex's question there, to to me, the best way to get something out of a number ten is to play a, a forward rather than a creative attacking midfielder. Because I think what what the, what we have seen of late, and it was certainly evident against West Ham, and we had it, the same issue last season, is the striker is 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 so isolated. Look, Piggott against um whoever it was um. AFC Wimbledon, no, yeah, AFC Wimbledon, was, was just so isolated. So I think if you play a number, if you play a striker or a forward as a number 10, as a withdrawn forward, who's going to get in, you know, Bon and Norwood could do it. You, you know, Bon was charging around like a crazy person, getting stuck into tackles, wasn't he? And it's not kind of the same as how playing two up front, but I just think at this level, and we've already said about Bishop, you just don't get the time to put your foot on the ball and try and be smart. So get the ball wide as quickly as possible. Get the overloads, get the overlaps, and just make sure there is more than one body in the penalty box when yeah. the ball has crossed in.
2: But that's that's the thing. That's the crux of the matter is that, you know, without going over again, where I sit at Portman Road is above the tunnel. So I'm in that in that corner there and we see umpteen boxes umpteen boxes umpteen balls go into the box and invariably it's Bon by himself occasionally you might get the the left-handed um wing coming in and and supporting but not very often and what more more often than not happens is that Chaplin or the number 10 has dropped deep or to the edge of the box Bon has gone that way anyway because he's had to win the flick on and there's no bugger in the box at all and they just don't seem to have considering they've got Gary Roberts who played as a number ten, a lot of the time for for Paul Cook and for any Jeffers international striker, they don't not only well he is um, yeah. not not only have they not only can they not solve the defensive issue. They don't seem to have worked out how to get more bodies into into the into the box when we're uh, when we're attacking.
3: is Michael joking, there, what the number ten role to a sitter in front of the centre halves. He can cover the boring fullbacks. Yeah. And and yeah. I, I also spotted a comment by Nick as well. I think you put it up briefly because Alex asked us about the fullbacks. Uh it was the other one actually. You know, Dynassian will play right back um on yeah. Saturday. And and I would not be surprised, it's a really simple thing for Cook to do is to say, don't bomb on too far up the pitch, please, Caulson and Dunassian. You know, that's the simple fix. If you can't, if you've not got Morsi, and you can't get Harper and Evans to follow instructions, um, and they can't be coached because, to be fair, that's not the kind of players they are. Let's be honest about it. Then just lose a little bit of your threat or your attacking um, intent from the fullbacks and rely more on the wingers, you know. And, you know, it's, 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 it's going to sacrifice the overlaps. But to be honest, I've, I struggle to think of goals they've come about from the fullback getting the final ball in because it's generally wheres Burns or Edwards who have caused the damage from my recollection. You know, it's, it's useful to drag a defender out of the way, but I just yeah. think tell the defenders to, you know, to just not have, you know, not to get nosebleeds up at the not other end of the pitch.
2: Yeah, well, I think, I think excuse me, I think KVY's got the, the most assists, but one of those was a 60-yard crossfield ball, to McCauley Bond, and the other one he slipped down to Wes Burns, who then broke into the area and you know, sc- scored the the, uh, the cross shot, didn't he, into the far corner? So it's not as if, as you say, they've been creating them themselves. It has been Burns um, and Fraser. To be fair, has got a, got a one or two assists himself, hasn't he, as well? Um, Should we get some
3: predictions? Not,
2: yeah, yeah. I was going to say let's, let's let's crikey predictions of the team. Let's yeah, get some predictions of oh, the score. So
3: score as well, yeah.
2: In terms of what Nick was saying here about Carroll playing differently from Evans and Harper. Y- yeah, he did. Him and him and both him and Morsey played differently to how Evans and Harper have played. But what what you noticed on Tuesday night was when Morsey won the ball, invariably it was further up the pitch than when Harper and Evans nominally win the ball. Yeah, you know, he was he was winning it in the opposition's half. Um and obviously Carroll was playing more of a, a type of a just ticker ticker over playmaker type role. And I did um compare him a little bit to the poor old Andre who you know, we spoke about Andre Dizelle last season where he was picking the ball up in our final third or around the 60 yards away from the opposition goal, which was similarly to what Carol's doing really. If you want these guys on the ball, you need them further up the pitch to make more of an impact on the, on the play itself, I think. Um, so what else have we got here then? Yeah. So prediction, Rich, how about yourself? Are you, are you, having having told us that you know Lincoln are solid that their fullbacks don't get forward that Teddy Bishop's normally in and out of games and, and doesn't perform much and certainly can't <laughs> do it in League One.
3: Misquoted. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I well I, I I can't see us not conceding two. So I am going to go for a two. all oh, there, Janoffi has beat me to it. I think it will be two. I think I think we will have figured out um, a little bit. More sensibly, how to how to play, and I think we need to respect Lincoln a little bit as well. Um, I think it will be, I think we'll draw. I think two, because I, I I just like the symmetry of the kind of always conceding two goals, kind of, or at least two goals now, isn't it? Um, so that's my and would
2: prediction. be and would it be okay with that. Do you think is it would be happy to get away with it? To, and obviously, it wouldn't, you know, look too good on the goals against column yet again, oh. but just putting a stop to conceding five goals is
3: yeah. I mean, improvement. I think one all would be a better scoreline if we're yeah. going to draw. But as we, we keep saying, there is nothing to say that we couldn't turn up and smash them. You know, we'll probably can 4-2, you know, Stats' favourite scoreline. You know what I mean? <laughs> that isn't impossible depending on who comes back in. I know FBL Tractor has given us um, a suggested line-up there. Um, I would love to see Norwood and Bonn frankly. Norwood in the number 10 and Bond up front, and maybe they're sw- swapping around a little bit. Um, I think it will be the back five, as it was last week. I would probably be surprised if he rotates Evans and Harper. I think he probably should, but I don't think he is.
2: Yeah, I think, having, given Carroll played 90 minutes midweek, then I'd be surprised if he, he starts again on, um, on Saturday. And I think... As you were saying about Danassian not bombing forward, Harper plays on his side of the pitch, doesn't he? So you would think that, therefore, Harper wouldn't be required to shuffle across and cover Denassian, who's bombing forward, because he won't be doing that. It will hopefully allow Harper to not concern himself so much about what's going on beside him or behind him. He'll be you know, allowed to, to push forward a little bit more. Sindrey, mm-hmm.
3: um, Sindrey, Tomorrow go.
2: is the day. 3-1, well, oh, bloody hell, I do this every week, honestly. watch I watch us on a Saturday, I watch us on a Tuesday, and I think, God, what a shower. And then cats comes to Friday, I think, do you know what? This could be could be the time, you know. He's had a
3: Chicago-ian a... beer, and he's, he's suddenly...
2: <laughs> Not just one, my friend, about three or four, and, and, they're, and they're all, uh, you know, a good 5.8%. So, you know, read into that what you will. Um, I'm going to go with Eric. There I'm going go. two one town. That's the same as same as me, my friend. I'm going I'm going two one.
3: Do we think we'll see Selena? That seems a little bit ambitious, doesn't it? Maybe for um, the bench.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, would he would he go into the graveyard that is um the number ten position?
3: One thing should... I would say about Selena being the number ten, sorry to jump in, is at least he can shoot from range. And that's something that seemingly none of the players who've had the number ten shirt so far. Being yeah. able to know. I know Chaplin had a shot, he's kind of turned and hit one against Bolton. But Selena can at least pick the ball up, yeah. run it, and then ping one, can't he? Which at least gives us a different type of threat,
2: yeah. And you you would probably think, you know, all things being equal and knowing what we know at the moment, that he will come on for the last 20 25 minutes or so, won't he? If, if things go to plan, he'll come on and then, you know, hopefully just give us a bit more a bit more impetus and, and take us to that 2-1, nailed-on victory that myself and Eric have uh, said was definitely, definitely going to happen. As Dennis says here, just a quick one on Mac Penny. Um, is he unlucky to have fallen so far back in the pecking order? Well, he was a, he's fallen one place back, hasn't he? He's, he's, he's behind Coulson. Pretty Coulson... really
3: where we expected him to be, isn't he? And yeah, do Sully, I... no, he did play 90 minutes on Tuesday. So yeah, yeah.
2: And yeah, as as he says, though he hasn't let anyone down, has he? He's he's, he's been decent enough when he's played, but course, I think once again, once he gets up to match fitness, you would think that he will be a. Um, he showed us in glimpses, didn't he, that um, he can give us a real a real um, purpose going forwards. Um, okay, mate. Well, let's uh, let's close off the Lincoln bits and pieces. Let's go to the reason why everybody's here. It's room one hundred and one.
3: You need to remove Sully's comment because it will oh, cover it up. Jesus hey. Christ! Hold Come on a sec. On. I Rubber. thought you would we'll
2: show. this out, yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Well, we'll do this in the edit. Yeah, yeah. Good. Stroom. Here comes our the intro.
2: One oh one.
3: It's Friday night and we're in liquid. Everyone, it's two thousand two. Or the
2: hippodrome for oh, yeah. you culture. Or um Valentinos or Laristos for you guys who are a little bit older. Maz, that's one the, for you.
3: The, the eagle-eyed will have noticed. That I've, I usually update the scores. Um, I run out of time. And also, I think we need to add Mikey into the mix. But um, Mikey has got nil because I won last week by 2%. Come on. That's what we that, want.
2: Rich, look, last week I listened to it. I, I listened to it on Saturday morning. I popped down the street, got myself some, some bread and some milk. I thought, right, I'll put the podcast on. will us to it. And I was chuckling away to myself, listening to one because it was an absolute shambles.
3: But it doesn't. I, I don't, how? I, I, how? Can you, how? Mind can, games.
2: How can you claim victory where both of you put your cases forward and then argued against both of your cases? I don't know which one of you won. Maybe, maybe Mikey won because he was arguing so much against his own.
3: Oh, that's his eyes. That's the mind games. That's how it works. You're gonna. It's all all good being that you know, given the critique from the from with your bread and milk now you're in the hot seat mate so let's hear it and then um, when we go, as we do this live i want definitely want critiques certainly of craig's less so mine more so craig's um but we also want to hear um your kind of votes we'll probably do the the twitter poll like we usually do but um give us your kind of your vote your thoughts as to who's winning the arguments as we go and feel free to chip in as i say and derail one or each one or both of us so Great. who who,
2: go, who goes first? Is it mugs away, is it?
3: I can go first if you want.
2: Well no, I don't mind, mate. I didn't know you, what I didn't know what there you go. You
3: know the... guest hosts Joyce, there you go. You can um you can go first. No, I'll you go can first. choose
2: you choose. I'll go first. I'll go first. Right. My entry into room 101 is conceding five goals in home so matches I just, I just need
3: to Interrupt, in... sorry, and just put that message there for you while we do that. That's... Thanks, Charlie.
2: We'll just remove that. I was in the literally, oh my god, he's started already, everyone mind game right my was going to be conceding five goals in home matches in in division three but i put that to one side right picture the scene you've forked out 100 quid on a ticket to a premier league football match for you and whatever it costs for your child to some soulless premier league ground or you might be a season ticket holder who's forked out a grand 1500 quid how much they charge you for a, a premier league season ticket nowadays so you're not On the bread line, you're not short of cash. Ideally, you're situated somewhere near the player's tunnel. This is absolutely key. Now, in the days leading up to the match, you get your pens out. You get your pencils out. You get your paints out. You might even start cutting pictures out of shoot magazine or or match magazine. You create your A2 piece of art. Glitter is optional. Ladies and gentlemen, my entry into this week's Room 101 please vote accordingly is the modern day scourge of football. Actually it's crept in the last couple of, couple of years. It's become very, very prominent. It's the, can I have your shirt sign? Yeah. Yeah. It's just desperation. It's needy. And I'm bloody positive that 99% of the time it's for the parent of the child, not for the child who's being made to hold up the sign itself. You know, it's, an absolute shambles. It just, it's the a whole guilt trip. It, the, the child's being used as some guilt trip mule of the whole transaction. You know, you, it's like, it's like Latter-day Victorian chimney sweeps. So, wow. yeah, there you go. That's my one. Go. Give Lighting me drop. your shirt. Ronaldo, give me your shirt.
3: Jack Reelish. Yeah. Oh,
2: give me your yeah, shirt. Genoidinacian.
3: Give me your shirt.
2: Give me your yeah. shirt, yeah. That's the one, give me I your shirt. Lines if
3: I was walking to my local Sainsbury's to get some bread and milk, I'd be, um, definitely considering that one. I, I've, I, I'm almost tempted to just to pick a crap one so that wins, but yeah. I'm all about the W's. And as Charlie says, um, rich aka the special oh. one, um, there you go, sport coming in strong from Craig. I, I agree, um guilt trip mule great van says charlie yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah featuring live on john Peel on monday night um <laughs> well I, and, and mine has kind of got a, a nice you see i've been spinning some narrative Craig. i've been i've been playing some seeds You're that like are starting suggest- brown,
2: mate are you like Derren brown you've been dropping little bits and pieces into people's subconscious all the way through have you
3: yeah here we go um you your name is um edward bishop and in the summer the, um, the employer that you loved, that you've grown up with, told you that your services were no longer required. There was no place for you left at Ipswich Town Football Club and you would, you would need to find your way in the world and off you go. And um, you managed to find yourself an opportunity at a, a club in the same division as your former employers. As much as it's sad to, to leave, it's great that you've got the opportunity to, to show your former employers what you can do. In the 89th minute, the match is all square. It's two all. And um, and, a, and a moment opens itself up for you. The ball rolls across. The fullbacks have bombed on for Ipswich. There is total freedom at Sinsel Bank. And you curl a shot into the top right-hand corner and you win the match for your new employees. And what's more, you can stick it to your former employers who told you to sling one. They're done with you. And what do you do? You don't celebrate because you want to show the supporters that you've got respect and the goal doesn't matter. So you I'm not going to celebrate. And I'm putting into Room 101, I'm offering up Room 101 footballers who don't celebrate goals against their former clubs. And what's more, footballers who don't celebrate their goals against their former club, but actually go above and beyond to say, I'm not celebrating. I'm holding my hands up. I'm not celebrating my goal. Oh, celebrate your goal! If I scored a goal against anyone, I go absolutely crazy. Bishop hasn't scored a goal this season yet. Imagine he scored against us in the last minute and chooses not to celebrate it. It's just denying your human instincts. So I feel like I've given, opened the door for Craig there. But I liked notice how I span it at least with the early bits of conversation. So I'm offering up players who don't celebrate goals against their former clubs into to football room 101 so bring on the abuse i know it's not as good as craigs
2: if this is if this is anything close to last week's 51-49 majority it's an absolute travesty i should be checking the uh, the uh, the betting trends in in southeast asia um, yeah yeah. cool okay mate well that's that so that's a nailed on victory for myself and yeah can i have your shirt well, let's signed? let's
3: see it let's see in the comments so let's get some early polls let's get some exit polling to make sure here we here we go i should have asked for that um do you feel for, you're, you're you can press the buttons there we go yeah,
2: yeah. correct michael absolutely no, right. that's what
3: i mean michael that's what i mean michael so so if, if...
2: No, 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 no 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 you're right michael craig's the winner let's leave it at that right off no, you go no, no, michael. No. thank you well, Yes, correct. You'll walk this one, Craig. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right.
3: Yeah. Oh, here we go. There's Matt. Come on, Matt. That's what we want. I just want to bring up Michael, who's 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 a long-standing member of the live show crew from brisbane which is a fantastic australian city i've been to the art
2: gallery <laughs> Don't fall for it, michael it's a Do fantastic not for it, mate. modern
3: art museum in brisbane over the river um he says i would be given the big one in front of paul cook yeah that's what i want i want bishop to celebrate the goal not to put his hand up and go oh i'm not going to celebrate but there you go so um
2: See, what, matt, what matt's got here is you can just tell that matt is is not only he's, he's multitasking here because not only is he putting a comment here on on youtube he's probably designing his own little sign at the same time, you see.
3: No, don't don't go after Matt. Matt Matt's an excellent, <laughs> intelligent Charlie though. Charlie, what have I done to you? Charlie's turned. No longer the special one. Rich emotive, but Craig spoke the truth. Craig did speak the truth, I have to admit. Um FBI Tractor, I can see if a player played for 20 years not so fine. But we've seen three month <laughs> ladies do it. And that's crazy. FBR Tractor, that's a very excellent, intelligent, um, very attractive point, if you don't mind me saying so. Um <laughs> there we go oh greg excavation mark thank you nick jordan rose. robert you might need to remind us about jordan rose we'll do that as we go out should we um should we uh, uh you're in charge
2: yeah should we do some plugs richard i think that's where we're up to
3: no no <laughs> the favoured whatsapp group um there we go good solid points from eric <laughs> lovely very very diplomatic let's um i don't I, we usually sign out with with the chavi c music again so let's um let's do that and then we'll do some plugs
2: see what you oh you do see rich throwing shapes i can say what you don't see behind the scenes is that rich loses his shit when when that music comes on and all you guys see is the the safe thing. He goes absolutely batshit. It's my goal crazy.
3: celebration when I score against Ipswich.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, right, plugs. Um, the the ladies are playing um Ooh. this Sunday. They're at home again. Um they're at the Gold Star Ground. It's a two o'clock kickoff uh against Keensham Town. Um tickets are a fiver for adults, they're three quid if you're under sixteens or free if you're going with an adult. So if you want to see a clean sheet and you want to see some goals, get, your down, get yourselves down to the Gold Star Ground on uh, on, on Sunday afternoon. Um, yep. Always a decent watch, I think. Always a decent crowd, and uh,
3: crowd numbers keep going up and up and up and up. So you need to get get the loyalty in there, so yeah. they save you a spot when it's sold out every week.
2: Yeah, exactly. I will, you know, you'll get your you'll get your tokens when they start moving back to the uh, to the main pitch in We've got the the live show coming up. Sorry, we've got the live show midweek that we had after the West Ham match. Um, Rich and Ben going over over that again. Um, Sunday we will be recording the flagship show. Um, ben, Dave, and a n other, either myself or Joe, depending on schedules and timings and bits and pieces like that. So that will be out. Um, Sunday night stroke Monday morning potentially Sunday night Um, so as ever give all our videos um, a like on YouTube Um, it helps Rich's nerdy algorithm bits and pieces and calculations Um, leave a comment along the lines of god yeah those bloody give me a shirt signs are an abomination of of modern day football Um, doesn't
3: count doesn't count it needs to be the vote
2: want to go onto twitter yeah but well, i'll count them i'll count them and, yeah, and, and count add them, them on there. um okay. if you want to go onto twitter yeah vote for that please that'd be much appreciated um but any any comments thumbs up anything like that five star reviews on wherever it is that you you um hear your hear your podcast from um obviously make sure you mention my name because when it comes to my annual appraisal i can print all these off and um when me and rich go for my pra and stuff like that you know it, it helps me from uh, raising up from the ranks of cleaner um rich we all know where we can find you um but do you want to tell us in any case your your socials
3: yeah i I I would say as if you want um before we say goodbye if you want a shout out or to say hello before we disappear charlie you'll
2: definitely definitely get a shout out if you have comments like this fpl tractor yeah changed
3: his tune again fpl tractor i thought you were on my side anyway it's fine you i trust you guys to make the right decision when the poll comes out. um uh, yeah, you can... Um, thanks, Eric. Yeah, great. Thank you for that. Um, always um, great to hear positive feedback. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, I'm, I'm at Ipsrich both on Twitter and Instagram. Try to do as much as possible on the Instagram. And I'll um, plug the Blue Monday Instagram as well, because we try to do as much as we can on that at the moment. And um, Blue Monday Pod Team is where you can find us there.
2: Perfect, perfect. And I'm on uh, FIMs 75 on Twitter, which is... Mixture of nonsense and pop master in the main. Um, I think that's it, mate. I think we're done. We've we've gone way over our time. That's what you get for getting a rookie in the, I'm uh, the host. in the hot seat, mate. Yeah, yeah. What else has else got to do at ten past nine on a on a Friday night? My pizza, my Fimbo pizza Friday night is ruined. It will be burnt to a crisp. But hey, the things we do for Blue Monday and, and Ipswich Town. Rich, do you want to have the final word?
3: yeah i was i was gonna say something about running towards adversity but i'm just gonna say thank you everyone for joining us live thank you to craig um great um had to have someone else running things and um, goodbye to sully as well our friend in new york and um i'm just gonna keep it simple i'm gonna say come on you blues <laughs>